Oh, hello there. Welcome to another edition of the Speak English Fearlessly podcast. Today we're going to be talking about the habit of challenge. The habit of challenge. You know, one of the things that I noticed about my growing Spanish skills when I was living in Mexico was that there 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 was this little time period where it felt like my Spanish was just going up and up and up and I was getting really well, I was feeling like I was getting a lot better. I was able to talk with people more. I was able to to hear things more like I was sharing with you before. I was I was beginning to see changes happen in my ability to interact and use and understand Spanish. And I was excited about it. But there came this time where it it just kind of plateaued. It became flat. And I wasn't growing anymore. I was felt like I was using the same words all the time or it felt like I wasn't I, I I had somehow stopped making progress and I couldn't figure out what was going on and that was frustrating I started to feel like I know I need to learn more but I don't know how to do it I don't know how to get myself from where I am now to to the next level but it, and it all came down to I wasn't challenging myself anymore. I had gotten into a comfort zone. I was using the same words and phrases. The songs that I listened to in Spanish had become the same songs. The TV shows that I like to watch, like the Chavo de Ocho, at the beginning, that show was hard for me to understand, even though it's like very simple Spanish. Once I got used to the words that they use, it didn't challenge me anymore. Or just going to kids' movies. At the beginning, that was super hard. But once I got used to it, it wasn't that challenging for me anymore. Do you see where I'm getting at? You can get to a place where you've, you've developed your skills and... The things that you do each day are no longer pushing you outside of your envelope or outside of your area of comfort, where at the beginning, it was super challenging. But now your skills have grown to the point, and congratulations, by the way, if this is you, now you are realizing that, hmm, I'm not making the progress that I need to be making anymore. And a big reason for that or a cause of that could be that you have stopped doing things that challenge you. So you need to start finding ways to increase the amount of challenge that you face. For me, one of the things that I needed to start doing was to use my Spanish to make presentations. Actually, I worked in a church. And so there came a point where my Spanish was good enough that I could start speaking, like giving a little talk or a little presentation or sharing what I felt like God was doing in my life or what I was learning in, from the Bible, for example. And I remember the pastor inviting me to share. Ah, there we go. That was a place that was way outside of my comfort zone. I had never made a presentation or, or shared something for a prolonged period of time in Spanish. So I felt afraid again. Ooh, boy, did I ever feel nervous and scared leading up to that presentation. I was scared. 
But you know what? That's something that you need to pay attention to. When you're doing things that make you feel afraid, when you're doing things that make you feel nervous, that's a signal that you are stepping into something that is beyond your comfort zone. And that, my friend, is great. You want to be stepping outside of your comfort zone, especially when you're learning a language, when you're learning English. You need to keep stepping out. And for me, one of the things that popped that comfort zone moment for me was starting to make those presentations. And it took me a while to feel comfortable doing those things. And I don't think I will ever feel comfortable doing presentations. Not at all. Even me talking to you in this camera, I've, I've had to do a lot of self-work to make me do this because I don't do it easily. It's, it's hard for me. I'm an introvert. I prefer to be quiet. I prefer to be with a small group of people, not speaking in front of large groups of people. But my progress, my continued progress with Spanish was sitting outside of my comfort zone. And my comfort zone had grown because my, my Spanish skills had grown. And maybe that's something that is happening to you right now. Or if it's not happening to you right now, you can file this, this habit away for a little bit of time because you're going to need it soon if you don't need it already. The point is you need to keep making yourself afraid. We don't like being afraid, do we? I hate being afraid. Ask my wife whenever we watch a movie that's scary. She doesn't like to watch it with me because I get super scared and I'll grab her hand and I'll squeeze it really tight. But you need to be doing that kind of thing with your English skills from time to time as a habit on a regular basis. You should be doing things with your English that make you feel nervous. If you're just getting started, that could be pushing yourself to go to the grocery store and talking with the cashier. You know, when they ask, did you find everything that you needed? That's an opportunity. And it reminds me of a story that happened to me in Mexico. I'll share another story with you, but that very thing was a huge thing of fear for me. When I was going to, when I was starting to go grocery shopping by myself, at first I was terrified for that moment of lining up in the, in front of the cashier, knowing that it was going to be my turn next and knowing that they were going to ask me if I had found everything that I needed. At first, I didn't know what they were asking me, so I couldn't answer, and I just felt awkward and shy, and like I just wanted to disappear, you know? I didn't want them to ask me any questions. I just wanted them to take my money and let me go. I didn't want to talk to them. But once I found out what was happening, what they were asking me, and I had to get my friends to translate for me so I could understand what they were asking and what it sounded like what those words were that they were using, I had to learn them. I had to learn how to recognize them so that I could learn how to answer. And I had to push myself to answer. That was stepping out of my comfort zone again. And that helped my Spanish to get better. So that's what this habit is all about, challenging yourself. If you realize that your English skills have grown to a point where you are starting to feel comfortable doing what you're doing, first of all, congratulations. Well done. You want that to happen. 
But then you need to pick something just beyond what you're comfortable with and push yourself to do it. The more you do that, the more regularly you are doing that, the more your English skills will grow. Are you afraid of making mistakes when you try to use your English? Do you worry about what people will think about your accent? Or that vocabulary word that maybe you didn't use correctly? My friend, learning how to speak English fearlessly, unfortunately, will mean you will make plenty of mistakes. And yes, there will be times when you'll feel embarrassed and like you don't ever want to try to use English again. But I've got a secret for you. An important one. The only time you're going to feel embarrassed about your English, or about a mistake you've made, is when you're actually using English. That little bit of English that you have. It means you're taking risks. And taking risks means you're trying. And trying to use your English skills is the only way you're going to get better. So don't let embarrassment stop you. Instead, learn what you can do to take control of embarrassment and make it work for you and not against you. To find out how, just go to selpipsuccess.com forward slash no shame and grab your free guide that will help you take control of embarrassment instead of it taking control of you. That's sellpipsuccess.com forward slash no shame. Grab your free copy of our guide today. And now it's time for something completely different. If you're preparing to take the Selpip exam, then this section is for you. During each podcast episode, I'm going to take a few minutes to talk about a different section of the exam and give you some ideas and tips to help you get ready for this important exam. And even if you're not taking the exam, you might just pick up some helpful ideas. So feel free to keep listening. And if you have no interest in getting ready for an exam called the CELPIP, well, don't worry. I'll see you in the next episode. In the writing section of the CELPIP exam, there are two sections. The first section is all about writing an email. The second section is all about responding to survey questions. Between these two sections, writing an email and responding to a survey, you will have between 53 and 60 minutes to finish. Not each section. You need to have them both finish inside of those 60 minutes. So that means you need to be really good at managing your time. So maybe think about trying to get the email section of the test finished within 30 minutes. And then with the remainder 30 minutes or so, try to finish responding to the survey section of the test. But you only get that much time. So there are some very common mistakes that you need to avoid as you are doing the writing section of the CELPIP exam. And these mistakes happen frequently to writers. So pay attention to them, take note of them, so that you don't make these mistakes yourself.
And the first one, the one that seems maybe the most obvious, is that of reading the instructions carefully. Now, you're probably rolling your eyes. You're probably saying, oh, well, yeah, that's obvious. But you would be surprised at how many times test takers forget to do this. They get focused on what they think they need to do, and they immediately jump into writing, and they forget to read the full set of instructions. And why it's important to read the full set of the instructions or to read, to read the instructions completely is that very often the instructions are divided into parts. The first part will probably give you the scenario or the situation that you need to write in. But then very likely it's going to be followed by some subtasks, some other little things that they want you to include inside of your answer. In this case, inside of your email. So let me say that one more time. It's important to read the instructions carefully because many times you're going to be faced with not just one instruction, but multiple ones, multiple tasks that you need to fulfill as you write. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Speak English Fearlessly podcast. I hope you feel inspired to keep putting yourself out there to grow your English skills. My friend, no matter what, don't let fear or embarrassment hold you back from growing and developing your English skills. Remember, you can make embarrassment work for you and not against you. To find out how, just go to www.selpipsuccess.com forward slash no shame to grab your free guide that will help you take control of embarrassment instead of it controlling you. That's www.sellpipsuccess.com forward slash no shame. A link will be in the show notes, just in case. And I'll see you next Tuesday. Thanks for listening. Bye. My friend, are you struggling right now with your selpit prep? Does it feel like you're lost and everyone around you knows what they're doing except you? Don't be afraid to ask for help. And if you don't have someone to ask, um, hello, I'm here. And I'm not even waiting for you to ask for help. I'm inviting you to come and work with me. I'm an experienced English teacher and certified CELPIT trainer, and I can help you prepare for your exam. So if you're ready to stop feeling overwhelmed with what to study next for the CELPIP exam, and if you're ready to get friendly support and encouragement when you're having a hard time, then today is the day for you to connect with me. I want to work with you. Just go to www.selfipsuccess.com forward slash listener and you'll get a 25% discount when you join the Selfip Success School. I'll put a link for that in my show notes, but that link again is selfipsuccess.com forward slash listener and you will get a 25% discount. The Selfip Success School combines weekly assignments that you can do on your own with unlimited support from me 
as well as weekly live coaching calls. Let's work together and conquer the SELPIP exam.